1: We're fixin' to have us a good
0: day. Welcome on in to the Locked On Auburn Podcast. Your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm Zach Blackerby. I'm solo today. You guys gotta put up with just me today. It's alright. I got a lot of Gus on. It's almost like he's co-hosting. <laughs> a lot of on audio. He talked after the scrimmage on Saturday. So we'll talk about what we know about that. As well as Auburn landing a new commitment. And another Auburn player opts out. Another defender. It's interesting they've all been on the defensive side of the football. Of course two of them have been a linebacker. So we'll talk about that all today. Before we jump into uh, Malzahn and what he said uh, to the media after their scrimmage on Saturday... Today's show brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me. They've got three new restaurants. It's the new week. Three new restaurants that they're partnering with this week. And you can use promo code 10 off ONE ZERO off to get $10 off your order to any of these three restaurants this week. Chick Chick Pork Pork, Full Moon Barbecue, and Gigi's Cupcakes. Uh, I have not had Chick Chick Pork Pork. I, I responded back to the guys at Fetch Me when they were giving kind of an update on uh, what their promotions for the week were. And uh, I just, I did not... Uh, I told him I, never, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of what Chick Chick Pork Pork was. And I'm like, hey, it's actually one of the restaurants that we uh, get the most positive response from. Uh, it's Korean. So check that out. Uh, Chick Chick Pork Pork Full Moon Barbecue and Gigi's Cupcakes. And, of course, if you haven't used the promo code ZAC20, two zero, uh, you can get uh, your first delivery free through Fetch Me. That's through FetchMeDelivery.com or the Fetch Me Delivery app. Malzahn spoke to the media Uh, On Saturday, 92 plays of scrimmage, and they wrapped things up with live field goals. They did a couple field goal blocks and uh, got some reps doing that. Uh, Zahn said he felt like it was uh, overall a good scrimmage.
1: Overall, uh, I thought it was a a good first scrimmage. Uh, Gave our coaches a a really good um, idea of where our players were at. Um, You know, I did see that uh, just overall the the players uh, were trying to do what was asked. They were pushing through. Um, You know, it was really good to be out there. So it was really an overall positive
0: scrimmage, no major injuries or anything like that. And so first Saturday was good. You hear him say no major injuries. He says that a ton. He says that a ton, and I believe it's been at this part of the season where they have lost guys. I, I'm sure every college football coach that's you know coached more than one season has lost guys at this stage of it. And you know, it's always scary the first time you go really truly live. You're going to risk some of that to some extent. Uh, Malzahn says he wants to be very transparent about the COVID testing with his team, and it sounds like they're managing it really, really well.
1: Uh, and then of course on our COVID testing, I'm going to give y'all an update each week. Um, on on where we're at. And, of course, I told you last week we tested everybody week four last and we had zero positive. Well, this past week we tested last Sunday, had zero positive for the second week in a row. So we're very encouraged with that. We did have four guys for COVID-related issues that carried over that did not practice this week, and they'll be back ready to go next week.
0: Yeah, so he says he's going to give out numbers every week, and he he later says that he hopes other programs will do the same. I think that would be a good practice across all of the SEC. He also talked about, you know, about four weeks ago, he said there was a big increase in players testing positive, and they took a few days off, and then they've been able to recover from there. I think that is, um I think that's big. I think that's big. He did mention, you know, there were four guys, and we talked about this last week, there were four guys uh, that were not able to practice, and, uh he said that they would be back next week. And that's kind of all he said about that. Uh, Malzon talked about how it was a very basic scrimmage, a lot of base stuff on offense, a lot of base stuff on defense. Mark Murphy of ITAT inside the Auburn Tigers, uh, he asked the question to Malzon. And I think Malzon's answer was pretty. Uh, I, 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 thought, I found some insight here.
1: I mean, we just put the ball in the minus 30, and uh, we operated with three groups, we, we let everybody play. And uh, so that that was really that was really our plan, and um, we just one group got out there, and I let them stay out there until they either um, you know had to punt, kick a field goal, or score. I mean, it was really that it that it, simple as that. It was real basic, and there wasn't anything that obviously we've only been practicing for four days, so there wasn't a whole lot of uh, you know special type plays or defenses or offense or anything like that it was just an evaluation scrimmage you know of where we're at I mean you got to keep in mind we've not been out on that football field since January 1st so you know I mean so it's um, you know it's it was really good for our coaches to see where we're at
0: we said this last week but when you really kind of put it out there and say that you haven't practiced since January 1st I think it kind of puts in perspective how long that's been uh, but obviously, it being a basic scrimmage, that's expected, right? I mean, they haven't they haven't done this in forever. And once again, you know, no major injuries. That is um, that's important. That is important. Brian Matthews of Auburn Rivals. He asked about the running back rotation. He is uh, he asked a question that we were all asking all summer. Also hit Gus with a follow up, and I thought Malzahn's answer was um, was interesting. You
1: know, there were some good runs. Uh, you know, I mean. Cadillac, strategically, I think, looking at the stat sheet, almost gave them e- equal carries. Um, you know, D.J. Williams, I, he was not at, not a part, um, you know, today. But, you know, Tank, uh, Mark Anthony, Shivers, uh, Joyner, um, they all got just about equal carries. As a follow-up, uh, Coach, uh, any reason you can give us for D.J. not being able to, to scrimmage today? He, he'll, he'll be ready. He'll be ready next week.
0: of course, Mal's not giving us any info there, but um, you can make some assumptions based on some audio that I played earlier in the show. That's my guess. I am not, I'm just speculating. I am not reporting any of that. It's weird how little of information is out there about the scrimmage right now. Um, Obviously, you typically have boosters and some important folks kind of being able to attend the scrimmage. And obviously, you didn't have that. So a lot of folks' sources aren't aren't there and so it's really just the coaching staff and players and so it's odd there's very little the the athletics department put out a video and that's all we have and of course the video tells us really um really nothing really nothing but Gus mentions every running back in that answer um then obviously DJ is your most experienced guy if you want to say Sean Shivers is more experienced I'm okay with it I'm fine with that um DJ was my guy to, to start the season, and I think it's a shame that he's missing some early reps in practice. We'll see how relevant that is. Um, yeah, I thought that was uh, I thought that was one of the more interesting answers. This is probably the second most interesting response. We'll get to the most interesting response uh, last in just a moment. Uh, Gus was asked about the newbie scrimmaging. With just four practices under their belt, he uh, he had some pretty uh, pretty good things to say about the new guys. The difference
1: is, we had all that walkthrough time, you, you know, and, and so it was really unique from the standpoint that really our offense and defense, they put in just about all their base stuff, even third downs during walkthrough and the red zone during walkthrough. So, I think our young guys, I don't think I know they've got a better like understanding than any other young group has before this early in practice. So that's the positive.
0: Yeah, I talked about walkthroughs and the importance of that. And here's just um, him talking about the new guys practicing as well as, you know, we're not that far away from the season, or at least that's what I thought. It seems like he thinks there's plenty of time.
1: You know, we just felt like as quick as we could put the ball down to evaluate our guys. And so that uh, that was part of the strategy. And, you know, I guess we're five weeks away today from our first game which is good we got plenty of time but it was more of uh, you know where we're at and all right here's where we're at and we got five weeks to get to where we we, we want to be and uh, so really that was that was part of the the strategy and um, it played out pretty well and like I said we didn't have any kind of major injuries
0: or anything like that so that's always good too once again I mentioned the major uh, injuries there but yeah yeah I think that was uh, I think that was pretty insightful. Just the whole makeup of this offseason as far as practicing and the scheduling and all that is just so different than what we're used to. And so more walkthroughs. I think it's interesting you know, because you get the mental rep but not necessarily the physical rep when you do that. And so I guess that is going to help these new guys. He did go on to say that uh, the speed of the game was a shock for those guys. It is for pretty much everyone. Um, And I'm sure some guys catch on quicker to that than others. And then, this is, I think, the most interesting answer that he gave all day. He was asked about Brandon Council, and I already thought this guy was a starter. I think this answer confirms it.
1: Yeah, uh, you can tell Brandon is an experienced guy, that's probably the best way to put it. Uh, he is very versatile. Uh, he played some center uh, this week. Um, you know, and I think he can play all five positions. So, his experience and his versatility. I think will be very very good for us this year.
0: So there's two traits that Gus Malzahn loves to kind of give guys, you know, his favorite players. Experience and versatility. He loves that in guys. He loves it. I mean, you look back at some of the best players that he's had, he he describes them that way. And a lot of coaches are going to describe their guys as, you know, their best guys in those two ways. But especially with offensive linemen, Gus loves offensive linemen that can play more than one position. I don't think it always pans out as far as going to the next level because they're not super honed in on what you know, they're going to be asked to do there. But the fact that he's putting him everywhere that he can, he wants Brandon Council on the field. And I think that's great. I think that's great. I think when you assume Brahms is a center, even though he says Council's taking snaps at center, but I think Council's going to be at guard. He got Aries hand. We're three fifths uh, of the way there, guys. We're three fifths of the way there, and I think Troxel is in a great spot, assuming he can stay healthy. And then that other spot, I think it's a JUCO guy. You know, we got to see. We got to see. I thought that was encouraging. I really, really thought that was encouraging. Uh, Malzahn talked about you got to be physical despite there being no spring. He was asked kind of how do you handle practice and all the scrimmages. And he's like, you just got to go down and do it. Uh, He's planning four total scrimmages, so one is in the books. Uh, He's expecting one every other Saturday, or the next three Saturdays. And he said he wants to put the ball down and play. I absolutely love that. You can't be afraid of being hurt or fatigued going into the season because you've got to figure out what you have because you don't have spring to fall back on. You don't really know. And so that's going to be interesting. Uh, He also was asked about the scheduling. Malzahn talked about how every other team in the SEC has a tough schedule this year, and he thinks it's going to benefit Auburn because their schedule is always among the toughest in the SEC and the country. He said it could shock some other teams. And Auburn's older guys, they've already been in this situation. Even the the, the true sophomore class, because they did it last year. They're used to playing Georgia and Alabama every year. And then, you know, they played Florida. They play LSU. They played Texas A&M last year. So, I mean, it, they're in a spot where they're used to this. They've they've at least gone through the gauntlet at least once already, and uh, I think it's going to affect other teams. I really, really do. Hey, before we move on, want to give some love to our friends at rockauto.com. They're a family business, and they sell auto parts stores. They've been doing it for uh, about 20 years or so, selling them online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil. They even have carpet for your vehicle. They've got everything, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in just a few simple clicks, and it's delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts they have available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right locked on in there. how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices—
1: deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's com.
0: Guys, before we move forward, I just want to thank you guys. Uh, The last two weeks, Locked On Auburn has been the most listened to college show throughout the Locked On podcast network, and we really, really appreciate that. And uh, I won't mention who we barely beat out, but I promise you it's teams that you guys would – glad that we're beating out so thank you so much please rate the show if you can especially if you're on iTunes leave a review and tell your friends to listen uh, to the show it means a ton we have got some crazy momentum and I really really appreciate every single one of you all right so Auburn landed another commitment four-star safety Amari Harvey of Tallahassee Um, he was uh, one of the program's top defensive targets for the 2021 recruiting class and he is committed to Auburn over Texas A&M and Florida State. I'm reading this from AuburnUndercover.com. A secondary is a major need for the Tigers this cycle, and Harvey, the number eight safety nationally in the industry-generated 247 Sports composite, is Auburn's second commitment at safety. The bonus: the five-foot, ten half a half, 171-pound uh, Harvey is versatile enough to also play nickel or corner. Harvey's commitment is number 14 for Auburn who are now in the top 20 of the 247 recruiting team rankings at 18. Auburn has approximately seven or eight spots left to fill. So obviously a, a huge get, and this is a guy that if you follow all the recruiting people and you know the folks that have access to place crystal balls and all of that, they had him kind of pegged for Auburn for the last few weeks, some even a few months. So that is exciting, that is big, and you're starting to get some really positive momentum for some other guys. Uh, with with high school football starting back last week, you saw uh, you s- started seeing more guys kind of wearing their Auburn towels and things like that, and of course that gets fans excited. So I absolutely love that. I thought that was uh, I thought that was a nice element with football returning. Um, another Auburn linebacker opts out. We will talk about that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere for the uh, 2020 season, he was expected to make a run at some playing time after Chandler Hooten opted out. A-, a lot of people were kind of saying, hey, you know, this guy's getting after it. This guy is really proving to be well. And, you know, despite being a reserved linebacker last year, he was a redshirt freshman last year. So he would have been a redshirt sophomore this season. I believe he only had one tackle last year. I'm pulling all that from memory. I hope that is correct. But, um, But it sounds like he contracted the virus. So he tweeted, quote, As a result of contracting COVID-19 and its continued current complications, I have made the decision to opt out of the 2020 football season. This is a tough decision, but one that was made with prayer and consideration. I appreciate the support, understanding, and guidance my coaches have shown me while working through this decision. I wish my teammates the very best this year. And I am believing for a great season, I am extremely thankful to be a part of the Auburn family and look forward to coming back next year stronger and better than ever, War Eagle. So obviously, hopefully um, Marsh is able to uh, get healthy and take care of himself and his family. And I look forward to seeing him fight for a chance to kind of get in that rotation in 2021. So, what does this mean? I think Octavius Brothers is a guy you got to look at, and I think Wesley Steiner is a guy you got to look at. Can they? Uh, can he specifically Steiner, the, the the newcomer? Can he? Can he kind of you know figure out a way uh, to learn Kevin Steele's defense and what T will wants of him in the next five weeks, as Malzon said? Because we are less than five weeks away from Auburn football, which is awesome, which is exciting. But there's a lot to do. There's a lot to cover. And so we got to figure out, you know, who is that fourth linebacker? And are we going to be able to know before Auburn kicks off against Kentucky at Jordan-Hare Stadium on September 26th? I don't know the answer to that. I don't. But if I had to guess, it would be either Octavius Brothers or Wesley Steiner. The NCAA, they put out, uh, in in regards to how much you play, you will not lose eligibility this year. And I'm curious to see how that impacts um, opt-outs for Auburn in the 2020 season. Also, you know, I don't want to question Marsh's decision and he mentions, uh, what's his, and it's continued current complications. Cause it's like, I don't know why you would opt out if you already got it. Cause then you, you know, you have the antibodies and, and all of that. But I hope those current, uh, continued current complications, I hope that's not a big deal long term. That would stink. That'd be really, really bad. So uh, he, he's planning to come back next year. So that'll be good. That'll be good to see. But, yeah, I'm curious who you guys want to see as Auburn's fourth linebacker. Do you want a guy that's similar to KJ and Zacobe? Or do you want a guy that's more similar to Owen? You know? Because I think if you want a guy that's more similar to Owen, I think Steiner's athleticism is gonna put him in that situation. And then I think if you look at, you know, a guy that's similar to KJ and a guy that's similar to Zacobe, as far as just a little bit bigger, your traditional college linebacker I think it's Octavius Brothers so it's like what do you want what do you want from that situation I think I would rather have another Owen Papo I think I would rather have a guy that could use his cover ground it seems like he's got the athleticism but does he have that instincts does he have the instincts based on how they recruited him I would say yes I would say yes um but yeah we will see three two one nope that is not it 205-502-4285 about to say about to give the radio station number. 205-502-4285 for ways, uh, for ways to get in touch with the show. You can text or call. But, yeah, I'm really curious who you guys think is going to be the fourth linebacker now. Because Marshall was my pick. Marshall was my pick. And, you know, we uh, we mentioned Duke Scoops. He's saying, hey, based on the guys he was talking to, he was saying if the season started right now, Marshall would be the fourth guy. Obviously, that will not happen now. And, obviously, the season's not starting right now. But, um they got to recalibrate that, and T. Will is going to have guys ready. I have no doubt about that, but I would love to hear your thoughts. We're talking with a guy with pro football focus tomorrow, on tomorrow's show, I believe, but maybe Wednesday we'll go uh, heavy listener questions. So uh, load up that number, 205-502-4285, or you can email us at LockedOnAuburn at gmail.com, but I prefer you use the phone number. I'll just check that one more. So uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Black. we Follow the show on Twitter at Auburn Podcast. Uh, That is really growing. Intern uh, Jaws has done a great job with that. And, of course, uh, you can follow us on TikTok. We'll be back tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.